Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from by searching Tip of the Iceberg. Carolina Hurricanes 3, Pittsburgh Penguins 2. This one for the second straight game in the Penguins season ends in extra time. Top storyline is the same storyline that we've had since the new year for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A slow start ends up costing them a victory. Outscored 13-8 to in the first period since January 2nd. But if you take away that wild 4-2 to first period against the Boston Bruins, the Penguins are being outscored 11-4 to in the opening frame since the turn of the new year. And it's directly led to four losses. I mean, you look at... The Sabres game, they scored an empty net goal. It was a one-goal game. But other than that, you have the Vancouver Canucks game. You have the Washington Capitals game. And, of course, last night against the Carolina Hurricanes, that those slow starts directly correlated to losses and big losses when you look at the teams that they've lost to, specifically the Hurricanes and the Washington Capitals in the Metropolitan Division. Tristan Jari single-handedly prevented it from being four or five to nothing. They were fortunate to get out of the first period two to nothing, as we'll get to with our goal recap. But the Penguins, once again, while they gained their footing and they played well in the second period, they played well in the third period. It was enough to tie the game. It was enough to get the pity point, but it wasn't enough to get the victory, which is right now what the Pittsburgh Penguins need to do. You cannot make it to the playoffs from where you're standing right now by counting by one. You have to be counting by two, in particular against these Metropolitan Division teams. So let's get over to our goal recap. It started early and it started fast for the Carolina Hurricanes. They had a great opportunity just about 15 seconds into the game, but a beautiful save by Tristan Jari kept it at 0-0. That didn't last, though, however, as Brett Pesci scored his second goal of the season to put the Carolina Hurricanes up by a score of 1-0. Sebastian Ajo picks up the assist on that one. Then a little bit later, as the uh, Carolina Hurricanes excuse me, continued to push and pressure the Pittsburgh Penguins, they extended their lead, making it 2 to nothing. Jordan Martinook gets his fourth of the season. Jalen Chatfield got the assist. And like we mentioned, one of, if not, the worst first periods for the Pittsburgh Penguins all season. Yes, they were only down 2 to nothing, but that was solely because of Tristan Jari. It was worse than the first period they had against the Washington Capitals. It was worse than the first period that they had against the Toronto Maple Leafs. It could have been 5 to 6 to nothing, and I'm not being facetious. This is 100% the Pittsburgh Penguins not showing up. Nobody on their team looked good except for number 35 in the first period. They were down 2 to nothing, and like I mentioned, they gained their footing 
Second period goes scoreless, but the Pittsburgh Penguins controlled the pace of play. They got a couple opportunities on the power play, and the power play just did not connect. They had a couple of good chances that they created, but overall, not enough from the man advantage for the Pittsburgh Penguins once again. Go into the third period, and this is where the Penguins started to pick things up. Brian Rust elevated to Jake Gensel and Sidney Crosby's line. Ricardo Raquel dropped down on those lines, and you look at what it turned into. Really solid production from the top line from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Jake Gensel scores his ninth. 19th of the season on a beautiful feed from Sidney Crosby, who picks up his 20th assist. Brian Rust gets the secondary on that one as he kept the puck in the zone for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A little bit later in the period, very much later in the period, with 52 seconds remaining in the game, and the goaltender pulled for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Brian Rust picks up a rebound. Puts it home past Antti Ranta. He gets his 11th goal of the season to tie things up at two. Just under a minute to go for the second straight game for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Eric Carlson and Chris Letang, similar to the game against the Vancouver Canucks, pick up these assists on the last-minute goal for the Penguins. And you thought, maybe they could force this into overtime now that they scored with 52 seconds left. Carolina did get an opportunity, although that puck went wide, fortunately, for the Penguins. And then in overtime, it just didn't go the Penguins' way once again. 3-2 in favor of Carolina. Brett Pesci gets his second goal of the game, third goal of the season. Assists go to Tavo, Teravainen, and Seth Jarvis, and that is where things stood at the end of this one as the Pittsburgh Penguins fall to the Carolina Hurricanes by a final score of 3-2 in overtime. Let's move over to the three stars of the game in this one. Third star, I'm going to give it to Brian Rust. He hasn't been the same since returning from that injury. He's been struggling a little bit. Picked up a couple of points, but at the end of the day, he hasn't scored a goal since coming back until tonight. Moved up to the first line, entering the third period, and as we saw early in the season, that line was one of the best in hockey when together throughout the early portion of the season. Mike Sullivan chooses to go that way in the third period, and it helps the Pittsburgh Penguins get back into the game. It helps the Pittsburgh Penguins to get that pity point, which, yes, it does mean something. Yes, that is a positive takeaway from yesterday. You just wish they were able to get that second one and get the victory over the Carolina Hurricanes. Brian Rust himself ended with a goal and an assist in the third period, and he was one of the main reasons that the Pittsburgh Penguins were able to claw back in this one. The bigger reason why the Pittsburgh Penguins were able to get to the pity point in this one was Tristan Jari. He's my second star of the game in this one. Spectacular for the second straight game. Jari came in relief against the Vancouver Canucks, and he shut things down against one of the best offensive teams in hockey. Same situation in this one against the Carolina Hurricanes only difference is he was starting the game and this game was started on the road he did give up two goals in the first period but again he could have been five to six to nothing a lot of saves a lot of 10 bell saves from Tristan Jari 32 on 35 entire in the game's entirety probably should have had that final shot from Brett Pesci it was far out there was not really traffic in front of the net as far as I could tell it didn't look like it was redirected but at the end of the day you're you're going to take it for what it is. Tristan Jari had another grade A performance, and at the end of the day, he gave up one bad goal in one bad moment, and the Pittsburgh Penguins lost. But he's the only reason that they were able to get to the overtime period, so you can't take too much away from Jari's performance that night. Antti Ranta is my first star of the game for this one. The Carolina Hurricanes goaltender entered the game with an 861 save percentage. He was placed on waivers a couple weeks ago and sent down, but because of the injuries, because of the issues, the Carolina Hurricanes had to turn to him with both Frederick Anderson and Pyotr Kochetkov out of the lineup and out of service. They turned to Antti Ranta and he had a great game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. A couple 10-bell saves of his own. Wasn't tested much early, but in the second and third periods, he had to be on his game. He did give up the two-goal lead, but at the end of the day, Antti Ranta's performance was impressive 
down the stretch because the Pittsburgh Penguins were pushing hard and he was able to keep them, you know, above and, and in the lead until that very last second. Final thoughts on this one. Penguins, after last night's game, have officially reached the halfway point of the 2023-24 season. 41 games down, 41 games to go. Right now they have a 20-15 and 6 record, which is good for 7th in the Metropolitan Division. Also, they sit just 2 points back from a playoff spot and have points in 3 straight games. But like I mentioned, you can't make the playoffs from where you're at right now by counting by 1. You need to count by two, in particular against the Metropolitan Division, and right now just against anybody in the Eastern Conference. They are in sixth place in the wildcard standings right now, but like I mentioned, two points back from wildcard two. So they really need to start winning games. They really need to start you know, starting on time for games. As we'll talk about in a second here, Monday's game is going to be a one o'clock start. Something tells me they're probably not going to start on time in that one either. It has been multiple games, particularly since the first of the new year, that they have not started on time and they have gone out and been horrible in the first period. They can't continue to put themselves behind the eight ball like that because what that does is force Sidney Crosby to be on the ice for 20 to 25 minutes a game, sometimes more than 25 minutes a game, as I think we've seen over the last two games. It forces Evgeny Malkin to be out there on the ice for extended shifts and for, for more shifts being double shifted. The Penguins can't continue to run their star players like this and try to claw from behind in each game as they try to claw from behind in the standings throughout the entire season. The Pittsburgh Penguins need to get harder starts. If they don't, then they might as well pack it up right now because you're not going to be able to, to make a playoff spot whenever you're trying to climb back from 2 to nothing, 3 to nothing, 3 to 1, 2 to 1 every single night. You need to get out to a lead. You need to get off to harder starts because right now the Penguins goaltenders have kept them in games. At some point, you got to imagine that that dam's going to break and the goaltenders are going to break down for a little bit. And when that happens, the Penguins haven't been performing well enough in the first period to keep themselves within it outside of the person between the net or between the pipes. So the Penguins need hotter starts. They need not even hot starts. They just need to be on an even keel to start the game because they have been blown out of the water pretty much every single game since January 1st. They need to be better to start the game because if not, then it's going to be hard for them to fight back and get into the playoffs and Two straight years without making the playoffs is something that hasn't happened in a very long time for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and it's something that would seriously change the outlook on the short-term and long-term future for this organization. Up next for the Pittsburgh Penguins, like I mentioned, a matinee matchup against the red-hot Seattle Kraken. When I say red-hot, I mean scorching-hot Seattle Kraken. They're winners of nine straight games, most recently a win on Saturday night. They're playing very good hockey right now. They're climbing back into a playoff spot in their own right, but they're doing it in a way that is taking the league by storm right now. They've been extremely good, taking down good opponents, doing it on the East Coast swing, and like I mentioned, that puck drop will be moved to 1 o'clock Eastern because of the change of time for the Pittsburgh Steelers playoff game. So 1 o'clock, Sportsnet Pittsburgh, Penguins versus the Red Hot Kraken. They need to bounce back. They only got a couple games here before that unofficial delineation point of the All-Star break is which Kyle Dubas said that he's going to wait until to really make any hard line decisions on this team. It's coming closer and faster than you could have expected. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, while playing pretty good hockey, the second and third period, they played very good hockey against the Carolina Hurricanes. They still come up short. 
And it's all because they started off slow. So they need to be better early in games. They need to be better and play a more complete 60 minutes. A full 60 minutes is a hard thing to ask of a team, particularly the oldest team in the National Hockey League. But you need to play a complete 60 minutes. You, you can't play 40 minutes and forget the other 20. You need to play at the very least even keel in that early going if you're going to have a slow start. But the Pittsburgh Penguins haven't done it as of late, and it has cost them big time when it comes to points in the standings. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Iceberg Recap. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. 